There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chipperoo, everyone. Oh, Skylar, silent is the best way to start a podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that Skylar si- silenced is the best is the best way for her to be. No, what is that? What, what kind of monster would I be? Were you silent? Or were, or were you, you silenced? silenced? Wow, you did it. What's up, y'all? I can't. What are you, what are you a YouTuber? <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. It is about to get wild. Mildly wild. Mild, mildly wild. Mildly I think it wild. gets pretty wild in, in this week's episode. But before we get into into the mild... We have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Thank you so much, Francesca. Francesca, moving forward, you will be known as the Brand Chestnut Burger. Ooh. It's nutty. It's a nutty burger. I It's a bit nutty. It feels like a winter burger. I I would eat this burger. Okay. Sometimes I they're a little weird, but this one sounds like it'd be good. Okay. Um so thank you so much, Francesca. Make sure from now on everyone calls you Brand Chestnut. And not uh, in the Discord, just in life. In life, yes. You have to from now on we you, let us know if you can help legally changing your name. We're, we're I have legally on it. changed my name before. Oh, not when we got married, but before. Well, you're going to have to teach Brand Chestnut how to do that. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm I'm here to advocate. We hope you're enjoying all those bonuses on Patreon, and you are enjoying the lovely, lovely community on our Discord. We're so happy to have you there. Are you ready to play a little Bob pun or Max pun? I am. Are you ready for your first pun? I am. I'm a little nervous because last week I went four four for four. Yeah. Uh, big, big pressure on you for this one. And we are doing pest control trucks this week. Fun. Your first pun is love the way you fly. Bob's. Max. Oh, there goes your perfect record. I didn't, I don't even get it. Love the way you lie. Oh, love the way you fly. What about love the way you die? Yeah, but there's no pest specific thing in there. 
I love that song. But I guess love song. the way you die works too. Your next pun is the young and the pestless. That's really funny. Max? Bob. This isn't going well for me. Can I order a cupcake today? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkles has a new flavor. Let's do it. Your next pun is... <laughs> Can you tell my attention is waning? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to be or not to be? Bob's. Max. Can I have two cupcakes now? Yeah, you get a cupcake for everyone you get it wrong, apparently. This is great. And your final pun is... All the crawl things. Max. All the crawl, crawl things. things. Uh, yes, it is Max. Yeah, that one I knew. You saved yourself there. But, you but I could have gotten three cupcake. cupcakes. Yeah. Are you ready for Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. All right. You know I love like a behind-the-scenes network story. Mm-hmm. All right? So... Bernard Derriman, who was the director of the Bob's Burgers movie, but also um, a director on Bob's Burgers, you'll know him for his episodes, Food, Trucking, and The Deepening. So he was asked in an interview if he ever expected the show to have as much as success as it did. And he was like, no, absolutely not. That was a direct quote. And this fun fact that I loved from this is that they really did not think that Bob's Burgers was going to get picked up for a second season. So basically, they thought the show was going to be canceled, which would have changed our lives. I I mean, collectively, all the fans' lives drastically. So basically, it was a very, very long time between the second, the first season and the pickup for the second. In... Bernard's words, or not his words, but what he was trying to express was that because there was such a long pickup period, he believes that Fox was having some serious thoughts about if they should or shouldn't pick it up again. And basically, as the season moves on, once they did season two, it wasn't like, oh, let's just keep picking up the show. They were still long waits in between seasons, and it wasn't until season five that it was kind of like, oh, there's the green light. So they sweat, in, you know, in between the first, second, third, and fourth seasons, wondering if they're going to be picked up again. That's tough, and that kind of reminds me of, like, what happened with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, too, is, like, they kind of, like, were on the first season, and they kind of, like, well, we were going to get to do this again, and then it was like, well, if you take on... Danny DeVito, and then that's, I mean, that's a completely different show. You can go listen to their podcast and they talk all about it. But yeah, they said it was, it wasn't until like season five where they're like, okay, we're fine. You know, we don't, we can stop sweating about this. And I feel like nowadays, because streaming is so big, you can just get another show. Like there's so much content. I think shows are canceled very quickly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think shows are given the chance. The chances they deserve sometimes. Yeah. Because as we know through all the shows we love, like the first season can be pretty rough. Like you write something that's very like kind of like one dimensional as a pilot, you know, characters are just like have a specific characteristic and like over time it develops and evolves and becomes the thing that you love so much. And the actors are settling into their characters. The writers are settling into the writing room, the writer's room. It takes a second for things 
to gel. Even the office had, I mean, Michael Scott and those hair plugs. And Parks and Rec, too, was like that first season was very different really? than it ends up being. Yeah. Oh, you said different. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was a very strong first season. Yeah, like, I think it's stronger than Bob's. if you look at what Bob's. it becomes, it, it, the characters are very, um, are a little bit more one-dimensional. Yeah, and, like, and Dawn is no one. It's, a little bit, it's not as, like, kind as it becomes, kind of. Oh, yeah. it took the office Yeah, it's very, si- very similar. I love that fun fact, though. Thanks. I'm glad those geniuses are done sweating. Me too. No more sweat, unless you're in a sauna. Oh, like, because okay, sauna's relaxing. Oh, I thought you were going to say because they're all, like, ridiculously wealthy now, so they've all got saunas in their homes. I wish them true. saunas. Yeah. Before we go any further, a big thank you to Carrie Neal, who is the official sponsor of this month's podcast episodes. Carrie, because you subscribe to our highest tier, it is you that are making these current episodes possible. Thank you so much for your support. If you, too, want to support us um, in this big, wonderful way, Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits, and see um, if a tier fits for you. Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. Skylar, can we have the title for Season 7 Asterisk? Episode 22. <laughs> I like what you did there. All right. The title is Into the Mild. Bob thinks he's an outdoorsman and wants to go check out a big REI-esque sale. Oddly... Yes, it's true. But that doesn't matter when he accidentally gets locked in the store overnight. When his new friend Austin gets stuck hanging from the ceiling, Bob has to channel his inner outdoorsman and break through the skylight to get them help. Meanwhile, Gail puts on her one-woman show for the kids and Linda, which is eclipsed by Linda's fury. Delta Burke did not wink at Gail. She winked at her. This episode came out on June 11th, 2017. It was written by Kelvin Yu, his first episode without Stephen Davis. If you're listening to last week's episode, it was Stephen Davis's first episode writing without Kelvin Yu. Ooh, that's so interesting. Yeah. For those of you who want a little industry fun fact, did you know that writing partners are paid together? Really? They are. That's awful. I know. One of my favorite professors was in a writing team and they're paid as one entity um maybe that's changed a little bit but like in in this era it was so i am gonna assume that they were each paid more money for these separate episodes i hope so i hope so too so it, it is interesting you have one more brain and you you're have someone helping you do the work but same amount of money i wonder if they both worked on both episodes and just Split. For for the money factor, did the solo? I don't know. I Who also knows? Think or maybe they just stopped uh, working together. Well, we'll have to see if they continue to write together. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of writing partners is really interesting. And our friend Katie Mathewson, who I went to school with and who got me my first internship, which is where I met my future husband Max Miller. She is in a writing partner too. Ah. Oh. So they sell everything together. Not everything, but... Interesting. And it was directed by Tyree Dillahay. Love him. We don't have any facts about you, Tyree, but we love you. Except that you're so cool. And I feel like, yeah. (laughs) So yes, as we said, with this asterisk situation, and we talked about last week, 
episode 21 was technically the finale, Paraders of the Lost Float, and then they just had this Into the Mild episode that kind of came like a month later in the summertime between seasons. A full month later. Yeah, that's a little weird if you're binging the show and you see like this as the finale of season seven because it's really not a finale episode as we'll get into. Tell me about this episode, Skylar. What did you think about it? I just want to say that it's weird if you're binging it. But how cool if you get like a little treat during the summertime. Sure. Yeah. Even if it's not as epic of an episode as the finale was. I liked this episode more than the finale. Oh, okay. Which one did you like better? I think I liked the um, finale better. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's talk about it. I love this why. episode. Tell me why. Okay. We have two very separate stories. I genuinely loved Bob being quote-unquote, by himself in a pickle. I guess I just really need to, to say pickle. pickle every, yeah. Week, yeah. And I, I enjoy a panicking Bob. I also enjoy a triumphant Bob, so we get all of the, those tones. And then I, I don't think I loved the one woman play the first time we watched this, but I really enjoyed the B story or whatever you want to call it. And I think I figured out that Gail and Linda quarreling is actually more enjoyable to me than them fighting. Sorry, than them getting along, getting along. If that's what they do. I think Linda kind of tolerates and coddles and Gail just takes up all the space in the room. Well, that's what you have to do with Gail is tolerate and coddle for sure. I was trying to find a fun fact about, uh, Gail for this episode for Skylar Sides. And I went down a bunch of rabbit holes and there are a bunch of um, mental health professionals diagnosing Gail on the internet. I know she's not a real person, so that makes me much more comfortable with it. But I think like some people don't know the correct way to talk about different mental illnesses. And I sure. just don't want to be part of the conversation of being like, Gail's like weird and needy, so she's this. I don't know. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I. That's why I, I didn't do a fun fact on it. Got it. But. Okay, let me tell you why it. I, I didn't like it as much as the last episode. Please. Um, as the finale. It's like it's like we said, yes, two very separate A stories and A story and B story. And I like that the family was all together in last week's episode. Mm. I do like Bob episodes because I relate to Bob. I would be the guy who goes in the store and would just get bothered by an employee until yes. the point where like, just just let me freaking shop, please. Um, let me go in a tent and hide. Yeah. Retail is the toughest mm-hmm. job to work, honestly. Uh, I think retail and the service industry, yes. And the employees are told they have to like, you know, go up to customers, be friendly and stuff like that. And I appreciate that so much. But when I'm shopping, unless I have a direct question or something like that. I just want to do my thing and not have someone being like, are you finding everything okay? Um, so this is like my nightmare. Basically. It is. So I, I relate to Bob there. My problem with it is that Austin is so good at being annoying to me <laughs> that I'm annoyed by him throughout the episode. He immensely. talks a lot. Like when he's hanging from the ceiling, like it's like, can you shut up? I almost wish it was just Bob stuck in there and Bob had to figure it out on his own and was maybe like talking to himself the way he does with like tools and stuff and stuff and got I'm there out with of you. There. Yeah. I would vote for that. Yeah. For sure. Austin, by the way, is voiced by Rob Riggle, who's 
in this comedy world. He's in all sorts of things. He's in like 21 Jump Street, the movie. I was like wondering if it was the same guy that did Jimmy Pesto because they sounded similar to me. So, nope. 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 It's Rob Riggle. And the the B story's fine to me. I think I like it a little bit more just because there's more characters in there, more of the characters in there interacting. Yeah. Louise is really funny when she's egging on this fight between the two of them. That's probably... But but the kids have to be so silent. Yeah, it's true. During the episode. Were they silent or were they silenced? <laughs> Love this reference. Years and years later. Now we've made it twice. No, it is still relevant. Okay. That is going to be relevant for a really long time. Okay. <laughs> Quickly, I love Bob thinking he's an outdoorsman. I am very much like this. I watch a YouTube video. I read a book. I watch a movie. And I am like, yes, I am a gardener. Yes, I am an ice pick climber. I really think that my personality is so much more um, than it is. Oh, my gosh. What's her name? Um, Atsuko? Atsuko. Atsuko. She's a great bit about our hobbies during the pandemic oh yeah um Her what's their special so called good. intruder yeah it's uh the intruder on hbo max you're gonna fall in love with her go watch her stand up bob would very much relate to it so i find bob convincing himself that he is outdoorsy enough that he should go to this rei-esque sale hysterical and i could see me doing it do you have any more fun facts for us i just have one fun fact which also will goes to probably why i liked last episode better is this is the first episode since season five's work hard or die trying girl mm-hmm. that larry murphy doesn't do any voices wait so no on. teddy in this episode for one wait where's my phone okay i i just want to show you proof look at this Hold on, I'm going to reach over and you tell me what my notes say, okay? Where's Teddy? No Teddy. What does it say? Miss Teddy? Miss Teddy exclamation point. Sorry, <laughs> it's not a question. Miss Teddy exclamation point. Now I now I want... Um, Ooh, I love Miss Teddy. <laughs> now I want Teddy to be in like a beauty pageant. Yeah, the, the Miss Teddy pageant. <laughs> the Miss Teddy pageant. I What my notes were saying is I really miss Teddy. And I had no idea he wasn't. I hope he was on a summer vacation or something and couldn't come in to do this extra episode. See, here you go. Get rid of Austin. Teddy somehow tags along with Bob to this event. And Teddy and Bob have to get out of there together. Yes, it'd be funnier. Although and they argue a lot because Teddy's the handyman. So Teddy thinks he knows what he's doing more than Bob. But it has nothing to do with handymen. They have to learn yes. how to climb and stuff. I Oh my gosh, Teddy would be like, I will go camping with you. I just wouldn't want Bob to get too mean with Teddy because you know how I feel about that dynamic. Which he usually does. Which he usually does. Um. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. 
And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Anything you want to else you want to share about this episode? Let me or look at we, my notes. Yeah. Since Any other brilliant Miss Teddy notes in there? Any I, other beauty pageant names you got listed? I I have one that says witness reference. Okay. Could that be a beauty pageant name? Miss uh, witness reference? I think anything you add miss to or yeah. Yeah. It okay. works. <laughs> so I thought the the witness reference was really quick and funny. Did you catch it? No. I think Louise says we have a witness in talking about this debacle with who winked at who. And Jean goes, wasn't it a little Amish boy? And I think they're referencing Witness with Meryl Streep. Oh, okay, yeah. Which I was made to watch it in a film class, and it was a phenom movie. So I really appreciated that. Okay. So I assume there's a little Amish boy who's a witness to something. I believe so. Okay. I Yeah. Love that Jean reference. Speaking of references... Delta Burke is both like a common name, like not a reference and obscure for some reason. Delta Burke is a very particular actor. Well, that's mention. what Bob's does so well. They don't yeah. go for the the easiest joke. They're going to make it a little bit more obscure. Um, I had to ask you who this was. I am sure we have some Gen Z folks listening to our podcast would you like to explain who delta burke is i mean i wasn't a big delta burke person but she was big in the 80s and maybe early 90s on tv she was on a few tv shows i think the big one she was on was designing women no clue what that is which was on in like the 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 like late 80s i think it makes sense their third friend who was like you both got it wrong she was in california um built filming are they called film of the week yeah that's something gen z peeps wouldn't know either there used to be these films of the week right yeah that was on they were on like the networks and stuff they do these films that but they weren't like oh let's take a big movie and make it the film of the week they actually created these films for yes that. Yeah. right okay i think we should get into these end credits um the last moment before the end credits the family sitting around the kitchen table having a meal 
and they're just kind of like talking about both stories, like both things that happened. Mm-hmm. And no one really cares that Bob uh, climbed a giant rock wall and shattered the glass ceiling as I one does. Was terrified. Well, I w- you also we forgot to talk about Bob uh, inching his way on the rafters <laughs> that you loved when he was like hugging it, and he could have, you know, once he scaled the rock wall and grabbed onto the beam, the ceiling beam. The animators could have chosen a million different ways to animate it. He could have crawled on his hands and knees. He could have walked. He could have hung. Um, They decided to do kind of like an inchworm. Yeah, he hung onto it with dear life with his arms and legs and like inchwormed his way over. Like it'd be like button air, butt flat. Yeah. Button air, butt flat. And it was... Hysterical and exactly how I would have done it too. And adorable too. Yes. Okay, let's watch this last moment. It's nice you made a new best friend. Austin and I are not best friends. We're just going shopping together next weekend. We're going to check out this new outdoor omelet pan. You lost me at outdoor, you had me at omelet, and then you lost me again at pan. I love these credits. I'm sorry. Great last moment. Tell me what's happening in these end credits as we get into it with this song playing. We have a great song playing, as you heard. Bob is in his harness, his rock climbing harness, which is just hysterical to me. You can't not laugh at yourself with one of those harnesses on. No, it's really funny. It's squeezing his butt cheeks. It's very tight. We did a lot of rock climbing at my middle school. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. We just did it, okay? okay? sure. And I always thought it was so funny when, you know, the boys' pants bunched up. And it was, it's funny, okay? Harnesses are funny. Um, Louise is really jamming out. She's doing this, like, bar class up and down plies, like, releve plies. And Tina's tapping her foot. Yeah, I like that they're all dancing. Mm-hmm. And it feels like Bob wanted to put his harness on to cook for some reason. And he put this CD on or whatever to listen to while they were all cooking. The song is Sly and the Family Stones, I Want to Take You Higher. We're going to hear them start singing it soon. But I love that they're all rocking out to it. Because sometimes it's rocking. just one of them. They're all going. And I want to talk about what you just said. Like, Bob's come home. He's put this song on. Uh, I want to talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Let's see what else happens here. Higher. I want to take you higher. His like swaying, his hip thrust to the sides. He's just really happy and he's really into it. I think he points at one point. He does an amazing burger flip. The spatula's in the air right now. He's grooving. Yeah, he's and he's singing along with the music. And Linda comes to get the burger in the window and is enjoying watching her lovely family have so much fun. Louise, when she goes to get the burger from Bob, is still like kind of like bouncing her knees. It's mm-hmm. so cute. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else happens here. What happened there? A rock climbing rope drops from the ceiling. Bob is magically hooked up to it. And he 
turns his head to us. Like we are the audience and he is on stage and he does the boom chakalaka. And then when that stops, he turns his head up to the ceiling and continues to sing the song. Meanwhile, Gene, who usually comes in and walks across the screen in his burger costume, he's doing that, but he stops as Bob is doing the boom shakalaka, and he joins Bob in a little, like kind of like a a chest pump with his fist. What is this called? Boom shakalaka. I'm sure there's a specific uh, word for it, but yeah, it's like kind of like pumping your fists in front of your chest. Yes, in the rhythm with your body. Yeah, and so as soon as the boom shakalaka is over, Gene continues on what he normally does and walks across the screen as Bob is lifted up. I'm guessing this might be a dream for Bob, or he's so traumatized. After, I wonder what time he actually gets home. Maybe he, his family does not believe him about any of this, so he has to set up the ropes in his own restaurant to show them that he can climb it. <laughs> so that's why he's in his harness, and he set it up, and it drops, and he's like ready to show them. That's, that's funny. My, yeah. I think he was so traumatized when he got home, he kept the harness on for a little bit. Maybe it's on underneath the breakfast table. Could be. Maybe he just likes how it feels. He likes to be snug. We know he likes Teddy Whitey's. <laughs> anyway, this has to be some kind of dream because you can't magically be, I wish, like raised up into the ceiling unless you're like on a Vegas tour. Yeah. Maybe he's on a Vegas tour. Yeah. Get Marshmallow's outfit from last week. Marshmallow yep. can join him. Highlights, low lights. It's all a highlight for me. Are these credits better than the episode themselves? Yes, I think so. I think so, too. This is pitch perfect for me, but I understand that I'm bringing some of my own personal stuff to it. My dad loved classic rock. To see him so joyous, rocking out in the kitchen with his kids, all three of them, and they're really into it. And, you know, they're going to remember this song. Oh, my dad used to love this song. We used to, you know. Totally. He'd bring the CD downstairs and we would like cook burgers with it. It feels very special to me. That's beautiful. And your dad was loved outdoors and stuff, outdoorsy things. So he did. He would be so ashamed of both of us because we like indoors. Yeah. We don't know how to camp. We don't ski. Yeah. But sometimes we're watching YouTube and we think we know those things. We do. And we're like, should we check if there's an REI sale today? Yeah, and then we'll go and get stuck in... Uh, anyway. Anyway, and then a bear um, eats us because we watch too many horror movies. It's A just, bear eats us in REI, huh? That is No, we get the tent oh. because we think we're camping people. And then we actually go... And then we get diarrhea and we're... That sounds more realistic. Yeah, and we're, we're naked and afraid and we're swooped down the river with diarrhea because I think I can cook fish over campfire. Okay, that sounds like you just stole an entire Bob's episode and put it into our lives. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about how it's not just the song playing. Bob is singing it. And hearing Bob sing is perfection. That's true. I do love Bob singing with any song. Do you know who the voices are in the background? No, I'm sure they always kind of get the cast Mm -hmm. involved. Yeah. Should we score these end credits? Yes. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. Okay. You should start this time. Fine. It's our podcast. I can do whatever I want. Ten. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit lower. That's okay. For a 9.75. You can go lower. Don't, no, don't no, let me No, no, that's perfect. Like I, I, it's honestly, 
everything I love about the end credits. I love a kitchen sequence. I love when they add just little things from the episode. I love that everyone's dancing. I love Gene coming in and dancing a little bit mm-hmm. and then doing what he normally does. But when I think about the tens we've given, yeah. and the tens, what you know qualifies as a ten, I just put a little bit lower. Yeah, it's, it's up there for sure. I hear you. And I have like the emotional connection. I think what really raises it from like a nine to a 10 to me is I would be happy if Bob was just dancing like that and we heard his voice. But the fact that he like puts on this like show for us is hysterical to me. It's more Linda than Bob. And I love that. Yeah, it's great. Those are the end credits to Into the Mild. That is the end of season seven officially. Skylar and I, we we sometimes take hiatuses in between seasons, and we might do that here to give ourselves a little break on the main feed. But if you need more, we're going to we really have focus 20, 30 on thirty yeah, episodes. There's, there's so much stuff over on Patreon, and we're going to focus during this time, any time we take off, and put a lot more into the Patreon. So you know, if you need us, Patreon.com/slash Bob's Credits. There's lots of good stuff on there. Follow us on social media. We'll give updates about when we're coming back for season eight. My alarm just went off because we got to take Biscuit to be bathed, and he's not thrilled about it. I also have to pee, just like Austin. Good to know. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I'll, I guess I'll say stay outdoorsy. Sure. Except for us. Let's stay indoors. Yeah, it's also raining today. Yeah, definitely staying indoors. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.